Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. I would like you to understand how I relate the Bible to my life or the things I've read, the movies I've watched, things I've seen, videos, or how I make connections to things in the world. When I'm reading the Bible, I reflect on it. The example is um, Matthew 7, verse 1. Judge not that ye be not judged. One time I belonged to an organization, and they had a new member. And I didn't think that person seemed like a very nice person, so kind of stayed away and watched from a distance over different meetings. And it turned out that that person was really, really nice. And I had judged them by first impressions. They might have been shy or or something else, which made them seem aloof. But they were nice, and they befriended other people in the organization, and they were a real asset to the group. And it makes me think of how that was a shallow decision on my part to judge. And it helped me reflect more when I meet new people to be more open. Additionally, when I apply these things to my life, sometimes I'll think, now do I want God to judge me that way? Do I want other people to judge me that way? And so I reflect on these things and it gives me a deeper relationship to the passages I'm reading. And it feels much more personal to me. And I realize that you will apply passages you're reading to your life and the things that you know about the world or things you've read or movies or videos or TV that you've seen. These are just an example to make it easier for you to make those connections. Also, these podcasts will be coming out on Wednesday and Friday. The first portion of this podcast is called Sit Back and Do Nothing, Christian. From a blog post that I put on a blog I felt led to create called Types of Christians. You can find that at HTTPS colon double backslash types of Christians, T-Y-P-E-S-O-F-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. The passage I have connected with sit back and do nothing Christians is from James chapter 5 verses 19 and 20. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from an error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. When I was about 11 or 12, I remember being horrified by hearing how a bunch of people saw a car drive over the levee in a nearby community. They stood by and watched the whole family drown without ever making an attempt to save them. I didn't know how those people could live with themselves. If a person had made an effort but had been unable to save them, they would at least have known they tried. I feel like a sit back and do nothing Christian often and do the same thing. We see people who are making lifestyle choices where they're apt to drown in their worldly ways, but we just sit back and watch without even attempting to save them. If we make an attempt, at least we will know that we tried and didn't just sit back and do nothing. Who knows? Maybe we will be the person who plans the seeds of change in their life. 
I do want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence that God has made on my faith walk with Christ, this may not reflect the whole meaning of the Bible passages that I share with you. So as an example, when you see the, the passage and it's talking about, you know, if you convert somebody who's going the wrong way, the, the passage says this, um, brethren, if any of you do err from the truth and one convert him, let him know that he which converted the sinner from error of his way shall serve a soul, save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. So that didn't say anything about, oh, well, Debbie saw, heard about somebody standing around watching as somebody drowned as their, their car went. I was actually a child when I heard about this. I was devastated to think that these adults stood around and watched the whole family drown. Anyway, it didn't say anything about that, but that's a connection to something that I heard about in my life. Not that I personally experienced, but I heard it, so it affected me. And it connects to this. And uh, it connects to me in a way that, well, do I do the same thing? So sometimes when I see people that need help, spiritually, personally, in so many different ways, am I out there helping them or I'm just sitting back watching them drown? So sometimes Christ has these many lessons that he has in my heart and the Holy Spirit works in this and makes the message that was in the Bible passage much more meaningful and personal. Some people think the Bible's antiquated because it doesn't relate to our lives. It's got a lot of these and thous and it was written so long ago, but that's not accurate. So I understand what it was saying in the Bible passage. And, and that's a very important thing, but it's so much more special when we're able to connect these passages that we read, not that we would connect to all of them or nobody would connect to them in the same ways that I have, because you have your own life and your own world and have read and seen different things and movies and books and things and are influenced by them. This is something I was influenced by an adult that Actually, I probably overheard one adult talking to a you know, family member talking to somebody else. But the thing is, still influenced me. But God had all this on my heart when I read it. And it connected to me from what I had heard. And then it made it personal because I could reflect on it and see if I'm doing stuff like that on a level with other people. And it was very significant to me. And God doesn't just do this to me. So this is an example, and there are examples on this blog um, and that I created called Types of Christians. There are a lot of different examples and other blogs that I have created. When you go there, you'll see other blogs. But there are mainly examples of how Christ works in my life and helps move me to be a better Christian parent, mother, family member. The next portion of this podcast is called Free Ride on the Gravy Train, Christian. And the passage I have connected to that is from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 17 through 21. And if ye call on the Father, who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear, for as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your father, but with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, 
but was manifest in those last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Again, that was from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 17 through 21. Christians don't have a free ride on the gravy train. God is going to judge us by our faith and our actions, which should be examples of our devotion to him. Our salvation wasn't purchased for us by some worldly thing like money. We who want to be free right on the gravy train Christians can't pay a fine when we're caught sinning, like a person who has been speeding pays a fine as restitution. Our salvation is earned through Jesus' suffering, death, and resurrection on our behalf. And he gave his life freely for us, for all people that believe in him. And, and, and I'm not reading the post anymore. But the thing is, is he, he get, gave his life freely for us, although none of us deserved it, but he did. And all we have to do is tell him we're sorry, ask for his forgiveness, and have faith in him. And we can join him someday in heaven as long as we stay focused on Christ best we can. Anyway, there's lots to be prayerful about. I want you to know that since this is an example of the positive influence God has made on my life through the Bible, this podcast that I shared with you may not reflect all of the whole meaning of the Bible verses and passages I have shared. They're just how this particular Bible verse or passage related to my life and how it makes the Bible more personal to me in my daily walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.